Welcome, Deep. Um, so great to have you on the show. Um, I know I've had um, a few Varo team members on our events before the crisis. Um, so I'm really interested to hear what's going on at Varo because you guys do some incredible stuff as far as being a challenger bank. Let me know. Yeah. So thank you, Pam. Thanks, uh, Pam. Thanks for having me. And and you're right. There is a lot of interesting and challenging work here at Varo. And I think it goes back to, you know, is is the mission what we came up with, right? This is the mission, which is we really wanted to build a bank for all of us. And when we think from the building the bank for all of us, this is where the technology come into a play, where technology can serve all the customers at the same time with their needs. So our focus continues to be, how do we remain innovative? How do we keep this you know, agility and the speed in our product delivery to make sure that we listen to our customers and understand their needs and keep delivering those product features in the marketplace. So that's what's happening here at Moro. Fantastic. And um, I know when um, I first uh, started all the fintech meetups and um, because I've been following um you know, Bitcoin and blockchain since 2008 when I was in Ireland. So a bit ahead of the game. And um, I was just stunned when I moved to Silicon Valley in 2010. And particularly when I started the fintech meetups, uh, that it just seemed to be very slow as far as the uptake for fintech. So, so good to see companies like uh, Varo and other other um, challenger banks coming onto the scene. But I did ask someone, why has it been so slow here? And uh, <laughs> the only response I've got, I had in those days was, this is a few years ago, uh, was that the incumbents um, – were so strong um, and so big that they just didn't want to lose their jobs. And so there was sort of a suppression. But I'm thinking that now after the crisis, surely uh, people are wanting more of the sort of services you guys have got. Am I correct? No, and, and you are 100% correct, right? So this is this is the reality. This is a consumer-driven economy. And consumers are demanding more. Consumers are seeing all the technology innovation happening around them. I go to Google and I start typing something and Google knows what my intent is, right? Yeah. So I think we have reached a point where those industries, you know, like the banking industry, there is there was no any technology innovation was happening here I for know. decades. Right. I know. And, yeah. uh, right. <laughs> and and suddenly what we are seeing is this mobile device has changed that mindset because now guess what? I don't need to physically need to go drive my car, go to a branch and do the things. I can carry this bank with me 24-7 in my device and I can have it. So, you know, consumers got the taste. They got yeah. the taste and now they're saying, hey, give me more, right? I'm not going to stop yeah. here. So, yeah. and, and this is where I think you see the massive billions of dollars of investments now coming into this sector. It's right. because there is a realization that we've not been investing and now we need to change it. Right. And um, what have you found uh, since the crisis happened last year that has been the greatest demand uh, on your services? Have you noticed that there's certain areas that are, are really pumping? Sure. Now? Yeah, no, I, I definitely, I can share. But, you know, the, the, someone in the past when I was interviewing, they asked me, 
how does it feels to be a digital bank? And I said, what do you mean by that? We are born digital. We are born digital, right? <laughs> so, we've been, it is like, you know, my son telling him that, hey, we used to have mainframe. He has no idea what the mainframe yes. is because right, it, is, it is the laptop he cares. Yeah. So we were, what we saw, couple of things. One, we saw okay. the validation. One, we saw the validation that the path what we have taken on building the bank for all of us is the right path because we continue to see during the pandemic time when people are losing their jobs, how easy and fast we were able to get those money coming from, you know, stimulus coming from other areas deposited yeah. to their accounts yeah. and made it accessible to them at a faster pace. So it was a pure validation and satisfaction you get when you see the system is working as we built it, right? The second piece, we definitely see how people are basically, you know, giving money to, like, if I'm a family member, I'm a part of a Waro network, and I have my son part of the Waro network. Yeah. He's in some other place. I can transfer that money. Right. So I think the biggest part what we saw, the spike in the consumption of our services and then on top of it, it was a validation. The path what we had chosen from the day one, it was the right path. Because, you know, Pemur, the one thing which people didn't realize, we we decided to take a tough path to build a charter and get the charter and build yes. the bank, yeah. and which is definitely, uh, you know, there is one customer I was talking to a few weeks back, and that customer was saying, I want to make sure that I trust my bank. And what that trust means is the security. Yes. Is the security that my money is with you and you can make that money available to me at any time. So this charter enables us to build all the great tools and services securely while serving them and giving them access at the right time whenever they want. And uh, I remember you guys were the first uh, challenger bank, really, to get that charter. Is that correct in the US? That's right. Yeah, That's right. yeah. Now I remember celebrating with one of your yeah, team members. I know. I know. It <laughs> Congratulating like- him. <laughs> it's really fantastic. And so, what would you say? Uh, obviously, that's an incredible plus uh, because it immediately builds a lot more trust into your services. But what would you say that is? Um, the main um, resource that people, you know, the biggest resource that people seem to access through your services? Um, Because obviously things have changed with the crisis. So I'm just wondering, was there more uptake on a certain service that um, you noticed? No, I I think is the part what we, so this is, so this is the banking system is the side effect of the economy as it shifts, right? That's what happens. So what we have seen the gig economy being, you know, coming in for a long time and we can see people getting into, you know, the days about my money is going to come on the 15th of the month. Now the Uber driver gets the money whenever they wrap up their, you know, the first shift, right? So we started seeing the flowing of money in and out. The pace has increased. It is not that the money comes in on a specific date and then I consume. It is so we started seeing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the big difference, you know, when you go to the traditional banks, their infrastructure, because, you know, you don't use the bank like you, the money is not coming every hour on those because it is, they're not, no. 
making right <laughs> on our side what we started seeing is as money comes in they start consuming it right so they go and they spend money on a grocery store they spend money right. on other places right. so the in uptick of money coming in and going out with the gig economy was definitely what we saw was a major factor going in and then what we started seeing during the pandemic time as the people because you know one of the things which Colin Walsh always talks about who's the CEO for yeah he wanted to build a bank for all of us is we yeah. started seeing you know the people are becoming more aware of Waro and they are signing up and because they feel right. like you know they want to use our services like you know save your change save your pay and recently you know if you look into we launched our um, uh, you know this uh, Waro believe which is basically you know we help you build your credit you know as you grow in your food chain so there oh are, that's great i hadn't yeah. heard about that wow yeah no it is it is if you search uh, Waro believe uh, you know we have launched that product we have launched Waro Advance, which is, you know, there are times customers require this $20 at that, at a one yeah. moment of time. I just want to put my gas yeah. to do something. Yeah. We give you that $20 for free. We don't charge you any fees for that. So we have launched wow. that. Wow. So those are the services. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, this is, it's, it's, you know, Pamela, you will be, ex- I, I will tell you, it yeah. is, you know, this is, the mission is in our DNA. You you come yes. to Uvaro, every yes. employee, you know, we are just embedded with this mission where we think is our number one job is to make sure that financial inclusion and basically creating this financial resiliency for all of our customers. So good. So good. And something that the, that the incumbent banks really sort of missed out on. <laughs> That's um, right. And tell me, uh, do you guys have like a, a plan to go global or um, is it just always going to be a U.S. bank? I, I think it is tough to say when we okay. will go global. Okay. Uh, but what I can tell you is I, I think we, we we prefer to increase our footprint in U.S. first, right? Because of course. We, we, we don't think so. We have fully served our purpose yet, right? Because there are still millions of Americans, you know, those who are still needs to be part of this inclusion system. Yes. So I think our our continuous focus remains to be, uh, you know, the U.S. market and continues to serve our existing customers or the yes. new customers. And maybe, you know, once we are done with that, there will be a time in the future where, you know, based on how we think, there, there will be a space, but not at this time. Okay. Well, definitely, it's it's um, a much wiser um, attitude to actually build your cred in the US. That market is the biggest market in the world, really. And uh, you know, if you win there, you, you, you globally is easy peasy after that. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and um, I was wondering um, if how it's going as far as the challenger banks what's your overview of other challenger banks um are, is there more of those sort of setting up now or again because i've not been running events i'm a bit out of touch <laughs> so the, the the thing is the challenges been coming in and we saw some spike in they come and they file the application for the charter but then suddenly we started seeing people taking their applications back 
Right? Oh, okay. Uh, so, so it's clearly a tough call, really, to to get a charter, right? It is. It is tough. It is not yeah. an easy thing, right? Yeah. It is building. It's you know building a bank, getting the charter, working yeah. with the regulators. So I think what we started seeing is definitely you know this this economy is big. We are definitely seeing spike in you know more companies trying to enter in providing the services. Some are coming on a very deep vertical. Some are coming in more horizontal pace. But but I think is it's not easy to get to the path where you know you you get to build that bank. Yeah. Uh, basically, yeah. the charter by itself, right? So that's yeah. where I think we are not seeing. And I think recently in the news there were. There were some of the banks recently, you know, Robinhood is a great example. There are some more, those who end up withdrawing their application. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So what's your perspective of the future? Because obviously the challenges of the COVID crisis, definitely there's been a lot of suffering and challenges, but there's also been great opportunities for innovation, um, digital innovation, obviously. And uh, hopefully that has benefited you guys and all your customers. What is your perspective now moving forward? Because obviously the world has changed globally. Everything's changed. And I don't ever think it'll ever go back to the way it was which in some ways might be good. Uh, but but I know everyone that I've been speaking to has got sort of a different perspective of what what the future looks like, uh, possibilities. Obviously, no one knows for sure. What's your perspective um, coming from a challenger bank uh, with a charter? So, so I think the perspective, our perspective continues to be is number one, definitely pandemic has changed a lot. Like it, it basically clearly has shown the vulnerabilities what we bring it to the system and the society. Yeah. Yeah. But it has proven again also the resiliency what humanity brings it to the system too. Yes. <laughs> right. But at yeah. the same time, I feel this, the whole, you know, this, the mindset about the banking is the mindset about, you know, money that's not going away anywhere right because till yeah. the time humans exist they need money they need money to yeah. survive yeah. and i think the future what i see is the future is going to be more where real time payment systems are going to come into the picture you know right. it's going to come into the picture where maybe the digital digitization of the money is going to become where you know people don't want to use the physical bills on a day-to-day basis. So we are going to see more towards moving in the direction where the digital devices, my credit card is embedded, my debit card is within my app itself rather than me physically carrying it, right? Yeah. yeah. And I, I continue to feel other areas where we are going to see more where machine learning, where you know consumers are demanding at this moment of time, help me, help me make the decisions, right? It is... Uh, if I have a young kid, I don't know when to start saving money. So I think we will see more inclusiveness, more integrated customer experience when to provide it to the customer at the real time when I'm at the right point, right? So this is what we are going to see the shifts happening. Where the part which I will say, and I tell this to everyone, banking transformation from transactional relationship to emotional relationship is what we are going to see. 
Fabulous. And uh, I think the point that I just took out of what you just said is that um, the future is sort of more about a customer-based <laughs> focus right. than, than it has been in the past. And um, that's sort of exciting for us because, like you said, we all use banks, we all use money, and uh, we're always doing transactions. So um, that's sort of exciting because the incumbents um, really didn't um, – deliver that customer service experience so that is so true that's so yeah. true i agree with you yeah look uh, fabulous having you on today it's so good to catch up with faro and all your innovation and um wish you the best and hopefully we'll get you on again yeah. down the line <laughs> yeah thank you Pema. thanks for spending time with me thank you